Yo, what's going on, people? Welcome back to another episode of the Double MP, the Mars Bukowski podcast. It's your boy Mars here with you for another episode. Hope you guys have been well and safe this week, staying healthy and doing whatever you got to do to get yourself through the week. It has been a very, very interesting week this week so far. And I want to say before we even get into that, thank you guys for everyone who's been looking into the podcast over the last couple of months and everyone who enjoyed the extra bonus episode I dropped for you guys, which is the last episode about Dutch Avelli and if he can make a comeback. So, yes. Now, let's move into what happened this week as well because there has been quite a bit, uh, quite a bit. To be fair, J. Cole off season. That is out right about now. And you know what's man? Usually for me, I'm very much on it when it comes to new music jobs, especially like big artists. I have listened to it, but I haven't listened to it from top to bottom, like off rip like that. So I can't really voice my opinions on it right about now. Probably, if anything, next week, but I am looking to jump back on my YouTube very, very soon. So I'll probably do a review over there. So make sure you come over to the YouTube channel, subscribe at Miles Mikulski, and yeah, follow me on socials as well so you can keep updated as to when I do these drops and other things that are coming up on the podcast. But besides J. Cole, we had Seeing Green. I'm basically yeah, beat me up Scotty from Nicki Minaj, but most of them are like old drops and songs, a bit like how you know, uh, Drake did Dark Lane demo tapes last year. Kind of the same ilk, kind of the same style. But we got this new song, Seeing Green, Drake, Nicki Minaj and Lil Wayne. It's been a long time since all three of them are linked up. It's been a long time since we got a Drake and Nicki Minaj tune. It's been a pretty while, a while since we got a Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj tune as well. I think Dark Side of the Moon might have been the last one. And that was on the Carter 5 back in 2018. I think it's 2018 or 2019, one of the two. So it's been a while, and maybe there's been another one since then, but I just can't remember off the top of my head. But not bad. I think the song sounds very much reminiscent to what would have come out in maybe like 2013, 2014, before the kind of shift in music. A lot of people have been gassing the song. I don't think it's that amazing, but it's nice to hear like the core members of Young Money minus Tiger. Because this, I get like, it's kind of deep, you know. When you think about the way Tiger's been left out of the Young Money conversation, like back 10. Well, we now 2021 so yeah 11 12 years ago when especially when like bedrock and all that came out tiger was a very big part of young money now when we think about young money link ups he doesn't get brought into that discussion now has tiger had a you know fantastic turnaround in the last five years yes because he went from being clowned for going out with kendall kylie i think it's kylie jenner i think it's that one i think it's that one whichever one of the jenners it is yeah i don't really follow them man like that but he went out with them or one of them got clowned, was like, oh, he's trash, he's dead, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually he turned it around in like 2018 with that taste tune when that came out and then everyone loved him up. And then he's been a bit quiet now, but when it comes to Young Money, like it would, it would be nice to have a Young Money song where we actually had Drake, Lil Wayne, Nicki Minaj, Tiger. The only problem is with that is like, people wouldn't care about Tiger's verse like that unless Tiger smashed it. Because if you think about it, Drake is one of the best of, of this music generation. Right, his career has been successful over 10 years now. Lil Wayne is arguably one of the GOATs and has influenced so many different people. And damn near almost every single female rapper is influenced by Nicki Minaj in this generation. Do you know what I mean? So, Tiger hasn't really influenced anybody. 
But, you know, still, you can't leave him out of that conversation. You know what I mean? I don't know. I wasn't even supposed to talk about this today. I don't know why. It's just, I feel like when people get gassed and they see these, you know, these uh, trio link-ups and stuff, it needs to be a quad. You know what I mean? Give Tiger his flowers because as much as he's not on the same level as them, man, he still is a good rapper and should be there. Should be there in the conversation. Anyway, that's not why I was here to talk about today. My whole conversation, the reason why I've been quiet on certain things is to do with the Joe Budden podcast. Where did this all go wrong? Because so many people have had different things to say about this podcast. YouTube, people probably doing podcasts and stuff on this. Of course, we know the Joe Budden podcast is one of the biggest podcasts on the platform. Massive. It was crazy. The Spotify deal was going nuts. One day, you know what I mean? Double MP's going to have to get ourselves a little Spotify deal. You know, everyone's there. Our palm bread. But for now, we humble. We keep it moving. But it's literally a situation where Rory and Mal have finally come out. And I watched a video literally about five minutes ago before I just jumped on to do this episode for you guys. And spoke about their side of things and their accounts over the last seven, I think it's they said seven years. And I've got I haven't written anything down, so I'm gonna do a lot of this off dome, but I want to talk about a few things and understand why I can side and reason with them. And I'm gonna throw some personal experiences in along the way. So it's to all my friends and that are locked in. If you're I'm not gonna mention names, but I'm gonna be mentioning it, like anecdotes and things that have happened in the past. So you'll know, and I'm sure I'll probably get a text saying, Miles, why did you say that? But like listen, no names have been mentioned so if you know you know innit but their whole point was the reason why and i'm basically paraphrasing because it was over an hour is they didn't see the accounting they were on performance based so profit based contracts so if they if the profit was i don't know uh, one mil they'd get a percentage of that now they didn't explain what percentages they got off the split but if they made one mil they get a percentage of that if they made 500 thousand then they'd get a percentage if they made one pound they'd get a percentage or one dollar for them they'd get a percentage so their whole point was they wanted to see accounting and at best all they got was like an excel spreadsheet and stuff like that and it was like it's not this isn't good enough now an excel spreadsheet if i asked to see a report no worries in it because it's a report but for the whole accounting and books to do it just literally off an excel spreadsheet or to think that that's enough is not and I think it was Moore who came up with a good point about how, you know, why is it that when we're doing, we're selling out like a 2,000 seater and the profit is the same as when we're selling out a 1,500? Like, clearly there's going to be a bit more of a, you, even if you got $20 more in your profit margin or say, let's say $2,000 more in your profit margin, it'd still be different. Do you know what I'm saying? So a lot of the stuff was interesting, really, really interesting to watch because a loads of people have said, oh yeah, Rory's the troublemaker, he caused this, he caused that, blah, blah, blah. And then if you watch the actual video I watched, it'll probably be in your notifications if you ever watch the Joe Budden podcast. I actually haven't watched it in about maybe a year, but obviously when you see certain things come up, you need to talk about it. And um, yeah, it was just mad interesting because you saw like Moore really be like mad he was madder i would say than rory was and rory is usually the one who actually sorry moore is usually the one that's very very laid back very chilled but he was like yeah like you're never going to be able to do the defamation of my character and that's the thing because joe Bonin in that episode that's only on patreon right now i wonder if he'll ever release it but that's at the time of this recording he made it seem like obviously i don't knew this already wasn't the case but he made it seem like moore was on nothing like he was some bum and stuff like that and moore talks about that and speaks about like yo you can't 
like do defamation of my character and stuff like that like i don't think so like that's not gonna run here right now you can't do that and it's, it's true because what the one of the key kind of points that i picked up on is rory seemed to be the one that was driving the podcast forward the one that was trying to like get deals and stuff like that and every time he'd mentioned something not confirmed it because i i would be mad if i was joe budden and one of my mates has come through and confirmed it and said nothing no i'm at the end of the day if it's joe budden's podcast and he's the one as the head of it then yeah he needs to be looking over these deals but i think it was the tidal deal which is one of their first ever deals they got where like he basically rory met up with some guy spoke about a deal like joe then got mad pissed off and was like nah what the like what the hell blah blah, blah. i don't know the exact words but i gathered from what they were saying and then like about two months later came back and basically said the same thing and then if he was rory in that situation you'll be like bro what the, what the hell like what the hell <laughs> i i already provided you with that information so what the hell are you talking about like we that was already agreed so i mean they they both spoke about the ego that joe had and there was like a story about you know going around the block like there was a book of people queued up to obviously see the live performing of the podcast and joe came back after you know filming all the people in the crowd saying yeah i got these people wrapped around the block and then more was like no we do and it's true because if you think about the position of joe budden up until about 20 i'd say 2017 you know until everyday struggle came no one cared in the mainstream, mainstream like that about Joe Budden. Don't get me wrong. He was on Love and Hip Hop. He was on things. But who actually, like, in the mainstream hip hop media and culture and society actively cared about Joe Budden? Some people probably never heard of Joe Budden, you know. And obviously, I have because I, I grew up when Pump It Up was a song. I was a kid when that came out. But I knew who that was. I knew he was still dropping music. I knew he had affiliations and ties with Eminem. But really and truly, like, what this whole thing has boiled down to is when you're doing be careful how you do business with friends that's it that is really it be careful how you do business with friends because when you're out and you know your friends and you know you might just i don't know get food together and your friend might go oh like i'll pay like you might be like oh no we'll go halves when they're like no no no, i'll pay i'll pay it's cool i'm just about friends i'm not about date no romantic i'm just saying like just two friends but one person wants to pay right that's it cool calm you're done but when you start getting into business and then accountants get involved someone's gonna potentially depending on the mentality of the other person or both people is gonna catch feelings and this is the thing whereas rory was trying to keep it it looks like and this is only from what they're saying i don't know the whole story wasn't there don't know but whereas rory was trying to bring in accountants and you know really sort this this stuff out before the big bag which would be the spotify deal came through it was effectively a situation where like you know joe was getting annoyed he didn't want to pay people as much and there was a whole discussion about overpayment and it's just not a good look and from what they're saying especially and more kept bringing this up but i've never seen joe wearing a miri hat but as soon as i saw that i knew he changed that was funny i can't like they mentioned it a couple of times but i've seen money switch up people i've seen it myself firsthand right and this is where I said, you know, if you know, you know, well, some of my mates listen to the podcast and stuff like that, you know, innit? But I remember back in 2014, this is, uh, this is again, this is seven years ago, around the same time as the Joe Bonner podcast started, right? But obviously different stories and different bag sizes. So I'm out, I'm chilling, I'm relaxing with my mates, like just, I think we're all getting, it's like a Saturday evening in, the, in a bar, just getting a drink, like having a laugh and stuff like that. 
One of our other mates have, has come out now. Now, for context, I'm going to say it. So, I graduated the university in 2014. So did two of my other mates. But two of my other mates, two of my other mates were one year behind and two years behind because for like for their own reasons, they didn't want to go to uni straight away, right? To gap years and stuff like that. So now, yeah, it's a situation where one of our mates who graduated was in. He started earning good money. Now, 21, good money is different to when you're older. Like now, like I said, 28, I'm different. My look at a bag as a 28-year-old is very different to 21-year-old. As would be the case when when you're a kid and someone gives you a 20-pound note, you're like, raw, like 20 pounds, you know? Like, I could go bear with this. Where someone gives you 20 pounds now, don't get me wrong, I'm still happy. I'm still, I'm still humbled that you gave me 20 pounds, but... I, whereas I as a kid, I'm thinking I could buy some Yu-Gi-Oh cards, some Pokemon cards, I could get a meal out of this, this, that. Right now, £20 get me a meal, maybe a drink, and, and that's about it. Maybe it'll contribute to my shopping. You know what I mean? Different priorities for different things. But anyway, so one of my mates started making good money. And he kind of turned and said to one of my other mates, oh, I'll always make more money than you. And I was like absolutely shocked, innit? Like, I was there, my mouth dropped. I don't really have mouth drop moments, innit? But... I was spun. I was like, bruv, like, what? Even if you believe that, why would you ever say that? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the thing. There's certain things that amongst friends you just don't ever say. Even if you heart in heart believe that, never say it. Do you know what I mean? Never, ever, ever say it. And to be honest, seven years later, they weren't even the case anyway. So it's a mad thing in that sense still. But the whole point is, wait, like, it seems like when, as soon as the bag came in for Joe Budden, the whole emphasis and everything switched. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, everything just changed. Just like, he wanted to keep as much money, like, as, as he could. He was trying to, it, it seemed a bit shady. Again, Rory and Maul never said that they think that Joe was doing the accounting because apparently there was like a $400,000 mistake in the accounting. So, you know, that he did, they didn't say that's Joe's fault, but they said it's the accounting company's fault. So, they just seemed like Joe's energies had completely switched up. And then this is even backed up by the point where Rory and Maul were like, yeah. Like, imagine he said, so Joe Budden had said to Rory, I can hire two new people for half the price of one of you. So that means that Joe keeps more money. And obviously, I think they were talking about like Ice and Savon and all these other people that are on the podcast. But even they apparently were upset, according to Rory and Moore, about how how much they've been, you know, mistreated. Like, and how they were un they were overworked and underpaid and stuff like that. But if you're in Ice and Savon and all these other people's, positions you're not gonna leave because you know you're, that's probably your biggest bag do you know what i mean like the bag that they're probably getting is probably the same bag potentially that rory and moore got but the difference is is where's rory and moore helped to like really grow the podcast and take it to the point where they can offer and get these massive money bags i mean money bags massive bags they, these other people, they can't swear that they were there from the jump and built it from grassroots because they weren't. They were there. They don't get me wrong. They were on the way. But even if they hired two completely new people, will the podcast ever be the same? Because I think about everyday struggle. And for me, back in 2016, 17, whenever that show was there, when it was Nadeska, Academics, and Joe Budden, I was there for it. Like, every day. If I didn't catch it on the day it dropped, I watched it the next day, and then I'd watch the other one the same day. Or I had a cycle, but I pretty much think to myself yeah i didn't miss hardly any everyday struggles unless the topics were like things i didn't like but as soon as joe budden left and i think they put star in i think it was star at that time i didn't care about it anymore and that's the thing now 
then they when Joe Biden's already done the podcast with two new people, and like, again they mentioned that in the podcast, the thing they did, Rory and Moore, and they were like, "Yeah, like he's basically trying to show that like, I can do this with anybody." And there were people in the comments saying, "Oh, rah, like these men are actually funnier than Rory and Moore." That's cool. Oh wow, my phone just going off. Like that's cool. That's all well and good, but like, is that the podcast? Do you know what I mean? Like, don't get me wrong. Improvements can always be made. But when you tamper with the core sometimes, that's the problem. You can always tinker with the outer ring, but you can't always like mess up the core because when that dynamic breaks down, you lose people. Because even to the point where, where I believe Rory and Moore, more so than what Joe Budden said, is yeah, really and truly, you know, if two of your co-hosts, they keep it moving. And now when we're hearing this stuff, and I suggest guys go to listen to it for yourselves, because obviously I'm paraphrasing, I'm keeping it short and sweet. And this was like an hour and eight minutes. And obviously we're not going on for that long. But when I tell you, like when Joe Biden was like, oh yeah. And if these men think they can go and make their own podcast. Like if that's your friend, if that's your homie, yeah. Why would you say that? The thing is, I like, I think you have to look at who does these deals and who makes these shots because I know for myself, if I was Joe Budden and I had two friends, like, and if they're your actual friends, not industry friends, not business friends, friends, yeah, because there's a big difference. If someone, it's like, picture yourself, I don't know if, like, obviously the age groups of everyone listening to this, but, you know, if you're working in a job and that's a work friend, then unless it's like you've you become and you've made that crossover to be like friend friends, your work friends are not your real friends. You know what I mean? You don't want to see work friends outside of work sometimes until you make that crossover. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Whereas when your friends friends, they're your ride or dies. You might have known them for one year, but they become your friend. They might have known you for 15 years. They might have known you for 20. It depends on how old you are. You know what I'm saying? You might have gone primary school, secondary school elementary school middle school whatever I'm, I, again i'm just doing it for everyone around the world isn't it but you that could be your boy you're not treating or you shouldn't i can't say you're not because i'm saying it from my perspective i wouldn't treat my boys like that if we can all find an opportunity and this is what rory and more were saying right if you can have an opportunity where all you're doing is sitting in your or in the mate's room living room like studio setup and just chatting s for like i don't know like three hours and you all get a big bag for that why would i ever want to tamper with that and cause problems you know what i mean everything of course all good things do come to an end and obviously this joe Budden podcast thing looks like it's well the joe Budden rory and maul part of the podcast looks like it's done but why would you ever want to tamper with that do you know what i mean like and from what they're saying of course we're only hearing one side and as, as most people know there's three sides to every story person a side joe button person person b side rory and mole and then the c is the truth right and we have heard both sides right now it sounds like rory and mole you know they were just trying to put in their work and just trying to have a proper conversation about things and just find out more information as they're entitled to and joe button seemed like he was hiding well hiding things but it just seemed a bit like you know like yeah nah like this is a problematic for me i want to i want to make more money and stuff like that and don't get me wrong when big bags are put in front of you everyone's gonna act differently like i said i wouldn't be acting how how it seems that joe budden has acted how it seems right but it's just been a bit mad it's just it's a shame it's come to the end of the end of a a good era for them man there and i never mobile had some a few words to say for parks because parks was apparently from what i kind of gathered from the episode that rory and Moore did was part of that crew that were that crew that were overworked and underpaid and then he actually stressed the point and actually went parks 
parks parks you know in the actual like in uh, podcast episode itself to say like because parks is still with joe budden but at the same time he's really thinking about the bag himself and that's the problem when you start mixing business with friendships and stuff like that it's it's like business and pleasure sometimes it just doesn't mix you have to be on the same page and you know i think with this whole conversation that rory and Moore did they realized for themselves had they have put out a few fires or seen a lot of things from early they would have never got to this situation and that's why guys life lesson when it comes to moving away and you're looking to do a podcast with your friends or you're looking to work with your friends on a project whether that be in media whether that be in i don't know carpentry i don't know why carpentry came into mind but whatever you always gotta try and keep it professional let everybody know where they stand if you say it's my creation i'm doing production i'm recording it i'm doing all that i'm taking 50 percent split boy or you're taking 50 and then there's two co-hosts so they take 25 each let it be let it be said let it be said let people know where they stand and if renegotiations come through and you put that in your contract, renegotiate after 30 or 30 years, you know, that's a bit bad still. Renegotiate after three years, that's calm. That's very calm. Because when it comes to renegotiation, after three years, you might be in the same space. People are happy with that. You might be earning a million and 25% of a million, obviously, is 250,000. Quick, quick maths and that. Come on. I'm joking. That's, that's easy. But whereas you might have been making 1000 and they're only making 250 they're making 250000 it really then depends on those people because if they decide to do more and then they think they should get reflected you have to renegotiate it if you don't come to an understanding then at least it was a fair enough thing but for Rory and Moore if they saw these fires and they saw a lot of this stuff they should have bounced from early and obviously they came back and then they left again so it, it kind of makes them look kind of bad doesn't it in a sense because it's like rah you came back Obviously, uh, from what we learned from the Rory and Moore podcast thing they did, like a lot of it was down to Rory trying to keep everything together because Joe Biden had the audacity to kind of tell Moore, you don't like this podcast has nothing to do with you, which would annoy anybody really and truly, which would like be like, yo, I'm done with this. And that's what Moore said. Like after he heard that, he was like, yeah, like this podcast is nothing to me now. I'm off. But really and truly, I respect Rory for that part. If, you know, again, if 100% true, but should have just left. Should have just left it, kept it moving because what will happen now is one or two things. Joe Budden, this won't matter to Joe Budden. He continues to make more money. The podcast gets bigger. People like the podcast more because of the, the new two co-hosts that come in and life moves on. Or podcast suffers now because of it. Because people see the light of Rory and Moore. People have, who've done had their ways and conversations and things to say might have to backtrack on a few things and then it's a different story but we don't know in it that's the thing we don't even know so we're gonna have to wait and see i want to say thank you guys for rocking with this episode of the podcast the joe button podcast where did it all go wrong you guys go watch the stuff go watch it for yourselves get me on my socials at miles bukowski let me know what you think about this whole situation there are you back in joe button are you back in rory and moore do you even care I kind of don't, but it was interesting to talk about at the same time. And I gave you one I gave you one story along the way. I mean, to make it personal. But everyone, I think everyone's got one of them stories if you've lived long enough or you had certain experiences to know. But anyway, I'm off. I'll catch you guys next week for another episode of the Mars Bukowski podcast. And what a week. In a bit. Peace. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? 
Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.